Welcome to the Backend Engineering Show with your host, Hussein Nasser. This is the show where we discuss the art and the craft of building software and cover recent news on backend technologies. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. With that said, let's get on on the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. There is a new protocol in town, and it's called Web Transport. So the first question is, is this the end of WebSockets? Let's find out. Guys, if you're new here, I discuss backend engineering and anything related to the backend, and that includes communication protocols. So if you like this content, subscribe, hit that like button, and do all that stuff. Let's just jump into it. So, guys, WebSocket. For the longest time, we have been using WebSockets since its emergence. And uh, it was it was designed to use the restrictive web model that we have uh, and build a a two-way communication between a client and server because we didn't have that client and server uh, on top of the HTTP protocol always request response you make a request get post and then you wait or asynchronously wait and then you get a response but we don't have a way for the server to send us information after which the client has uh, requested um, some some piece of content, right? We don't have this bi-direction. We want to build chatting app. We want to build gaming app. So people, uh, smart people from the IETF, say, sat down and built the WebSocket protocol. And I made a video, many videos about it. Check out the playlist right here if you want to learn more about it. But uh, I've been browsing uh, the RFCs and uh, following some people on Twitter. And I've learned about a new protocol called Web Transport, and it does exactly the same thing. So the first thing that came to my mind, why do we need a new protocol if there is an existing one that does exactly that? That means there are some limitations that we don't know about in WebSockets. Well, some of them we knew about. Some of them we just not, not things that you and I run into today day-to-day basis that's a critical thing by the way guys Uh, there are problems with everything in the world that sounds very political there are problems with every protocol with every technology it's just do you have that problem or not that's the question you should ask yourself so regardless so WebSocket have problems and I'm going to discuss some of these problems in a minute so what are the limitation of the WebSocket protocol so the first one that comes to mind is the head of line blocking at the TCP layer, right? Because that's the same problem that we have with HTTP2. I talked about that right here. But in a nutshell, let's say you're sending um, 
an image and that's a large image that you want to use the WebSocket protocol to send that image. And if you want to do that, that means you have to break that image into small pieces of data. And then you stuff this well, with a client, the WebSocket client will stuff this into a, a WebSocket message. And that basically means it has headers at its own pro, WebSocket protocol stuff. And then these will be shipped. So that means this is now just a WebSocket message. It doesn't know it's picture, right? So if you send now normal WebSocket traffic, like, the, I don't know, chat or hi or hello in the same WebSocket connection, then in the TCP stack, this hi might be blocked because all of this image has to be reassembled. Why? Because we're using the TCP protocol and the order of the segments or the packets that we receive must be honored. And as a result, if you have semantic or use cases where the order doesn't matter, like I don't care if the picture was or the high received before the picture, I don't care. Of course, whenever whatever received first, please show it to, to my client to my uh, destination. Right? That's the problem of the WebSocket. And you might say, Hussein, I'm gonna I'm just gonna solve this by creating multiple WebSocket connections. One for file transfer, one for uh one for chat. And that's exactly what uh what Discord uses actually. We talked about that a little bit. So that's a kind of a workaround. So you use that's what FTP uses as well, if you think about it. FTP has like dual channel where some channel for the data transfer, I believe. I'm not an networking engineers please correct me if i say something stupid but there's two channels one for just metadata and one for the actual data so that they don't have this blocking problem that you have right so that's one problem another problem is and this might not be a problem for you and i but the client must initiate the connection what we said we're saying duh of course client has to initiate the connection that's how that's how how things work. Now we uh, that's why you know to avoid all the natting problems or security that a client has to initiate the connection. Maybe, but you can make but the server cannot send any information without the client awareness. HTTP push tried to do something like that by creating a new stream and then the server creates a new stream and then push content to the client it wasn't successful chrome actually removed it check out the video here right so and uh, so the server can't have a way to establish a unique let's say channel to the client and and and, and send it some own information without having the client to communicate to it first so that's missing in WebSocket. So the, the 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 this thing, this new protocol called Web Transport, tries to address these problems, and it comes in three flavors. Actually, I was like, yeah, oh, I was surprised. So the first flavor is Web Transport on top of HTTP two. So they took this protocol and they made it on top of HTTP two now. Right, and I'm gonna make a, a dedicated video about Web Transport, but this is in a nutshell. So you can do Web Transport on top of HTTP two. That's interesting. 
By the way, you can do warp sockets on top of HTTP2. I'm going to talk about it in another video, right? So that's nothing fancy here. It's just compatibility, I guess. They made web transport on top of HTTP3. So quick, HTTP3 and quick. And the final one, which is my favorite, they made web transport on top of quick. I say, Hussain, isn't that the same thing as HTTP3? <laughs> no. This is great for people who don't want the bloat of HTTP, like database people. They don't like that. I don't like your stupid headers that you have, HTTP guys. I want to tap into the raw protocol, which is quick. Uh, I still need to make a video about quick. Sorry about it, guys. I talked about it many times in the channel, but in general, it's just very similar to HTTP2. It's just they moved it down to layer four, which is beautiful. All right, so, so now you can essentially use the web transport to create streams. You communicate through streams. And we'll come to the details. Will that address uh, most of the needs? Will that solve these web socket problems? Are these even problems? To me, I don't think they are. And But again, this web transport thing might in the future replace web sockets. But I don't think the problems of WebSockets are severe enough for users like you and I to consider switching protocols because we just got used to it. WebSockets is great. The idea of having streaming, though, through WebSockets, like stream video or content, this thing, if they did it right, again, this is all under draft. Nothing is finalized. This is, it's fresh protocol. So if they did it right, you can essentially use this web transport to transfer video content, stream audio without having the headline blocking. So it's just like this be streaming nicely. It's a stream of data and, and, and the client will just take it as is. So they and since we're using UDP, specifically in HTTP3 and QUIC, you don't have the problem of head-of-line blocking TCP. It will not be treated as packets that have to be blocked and sequenced. No, that would be really powerful. Yeah, again, we'll have to wait and see. There was a meeting uh, with the IETF that I attended. No, I attended. I just watched the live stream, not part of it. But it was interesting the, the way they broke this into three, three parts. I don't see the value of web transport, to be honest, in HTTP2, because that's just TCP, which is, that's just, you have the same problem with, with head of long blocking. So what's the value of making the effort to build that protocol with HTTP2 when you can just focus on HTTP3 and quit? But that's just me. I don't think there's value to do that, right? Because WebSocket works with HTTP2. Right, it works as a as a as a uh, as a tunnel, and I'm gonna make a, a video about that in details in the future. All right, guys, I'm gonna leave the question to you. Do you think uh, Web Transport will replace Web Sockets at all, and, and all other platforms, and when it comes to Web Transport or other protocols in the future? Let me know in the comment section below. I'm gonna see you on the next one. You guys stay awesome. Goodbye.